So it's a great way if you're charitable inclined and already doing it, taking that extra step of moving it from the IRA directly to the institution or organization that you want to be charitable to, uh, that's a great way to reduce taxes if that is something that makes sense for your current situation. Let us help you reach your peak in retirement. It's time for Your Retirement Elevated. Well, hello and welcome to another edition of Your Retirement Elevated. Walter Storholt here with Scott Dugan, co-founder, managing partner at Elevated Retirement Group, serving you throughout the Kansas City metro area, but of course also working with clients across the country. If you've got questions for us, check us out online at listentoscott.com. We'll give you other ways to contact Scott as we go through the show today. Scott, we're nearing the end of 2021. This year did fly by. We say that every year, but this year was like especially quick, wasn't it? It definitely the perception is that. Yeah. And if you've noticed, we've we've spent a a bit of time talking, a bit of time, a bit of time talking about time in the past uh, few episodes, um, because I think in today's world where we're bombarded with so much information, so much input, Mm -hmm. uh, and so busy, uh, we don't see a lot of time for, we don't have a lot of time for reflection or introspection. And so I, I think that's part of it. We, it's, the time is the same. It's just we're experiencing a little bit differently. And so, and it, it is hard to believe that we're, we're around in the corner into the, we're into the ho- deep into the holiday season. It's going to be a new year before you know it. Yeah, absolutely. Well, before we reach the finish line of 2021 and turn that page to the next year, We wanted to go over on today's episode some issues and some things to consider before the end of the year, in particular from a a tax standpoint, but also some other elements as well that we should kind of have on our minds here. And uh, this is really a podcast for folks that are are truly at the last minute or at the wire for some of these things, Scott, and that'll be helpful. But even if you're not at the last minute, this will be helpful as we roll into 2022 as well. A lot of the principles aren't just end of year kind of items, but you can do this this checklist, the things we're going to talk about anytime and put yourself in a better financial spot, right? Absolutely. And this comes on the tail end. Uh, I can tell you that we're just now completing the last bit of year in tax planning for our clients that we work with. We did a year in tax planning webinar a while back. And so if you're listening to this, um, you're one of our clients, we've got you covered. If you're a listener and not a client, well, this is a good a good resource to do some last-minute things uh, on, to, to improve your situation. Uh, with this, we're also going to include a downloadable checklist. It's a three-pager, which actually we're, we're using as kind of our guide today. I will not cover everything today. We're going to keep this one short. But again, there's going to be some deadlines coming up that if you think that you need to do some of these things, uh, you'll want to get on it ASAP um, because some of these things have to be all most of these things have to be done by the end of the year. Uh, so most tax planning needs to be done by 1231 of that calendar year. The things that can happen after the fact would be contributing to a traditional IRA, a Roth IRA, for example. You can do that through uh, up to uh, April 15th of the following year. Um, but the things we're going to talk about today either putting money into a tax strategy or or moving money from a tax strategy to another one, Uh, those usually have to be triggered by 1231. Okay, very good. Good to know that there's a distinction there. All right, where do you want to start uh, on this checklist? Well, I think the the big one that I've been pointing out, uh, you know, last year we had a suspension of required minimum distributions, or RMDs for short. 
that uh, was a scenario where, hey, uh, with, because of the pandemic, said, hey, we know we're, we, want, we want you to take so much money out of your IRA or inherited IRA and pay taxes on it. Uh, last year, you had a reprieve. Just want everyone to know that that uh, came back into play in 2021, and it's you know going forward. If you've reached the age of 72, or if you're 72 or older in 2021, uh, you do need to take your required minimum distribution for your IRA or your uh, employee retirement plan. Let's say if you retired and still have a 401k, or if you have an inherited IRA, you've got to get that money out. Uh, by the by, twelve thirty one. Uh, so you get a ten ninety nine, and you get to pay Uncle Sam his fair share of those tax deferred funds. That's the big one. Make sure you take care of your RMDs for twenty twenty one. All right, and that's the one that's going to be again kind of changing over the next couple of years. That'll be something you want to kind of keep updated with year in and year out from this point, right? Because we we may even see further adjustments to this. Definitely right, and we're coming down to the wire. And we still are not certain if we're going to see any major things passed by the end of this year. Uh, if you go back to 2017, at the end of the wire, down, down to the wire, you know, the uh, Tax Cuts and Jobs Act plan rolled in. They voted on it, pushed it through the end of 2017. It was in effect in 2018. And so we had a handful of days during the holidays to kind of go, you know, pick through it. Uh, and then it took, obviously, weeks and a few months to really dig in and figure out you know, what the changes were. We may see something like that. Uh, rest assured, if there are last-minute changes that get pushed through, uh, then we'll be analyzing those and having a podcast and all sorts of uh, supporting material to come out to help, you, help guide you through that or those changes in 2022. All right. Well, I know that can't be the only tax-related item on your list, Scott. So what else you got for us? Yeah. So the the big ones are, let, let's start with, you know, tax planning is, are we we deferring money into a current plan? Let's say if you're still working, uh, you want to make sure that you're maxing out your company plan. It's like, example, your 401k, 403b, 457. Uh, make sure you get all the money you intend to get into that plan uh, by 1231. So you're really going to have to hustle, look what you put in there, and make up any differences in this last round of payroll uh, to defer those dollars. Because again, contributions to a 401k, a Roth 401k, and the like have to be done in the calendar year. So you make sure you've done all that. And th so those are the big ones. Uh, so RMD, make sure you fund your corporate plans. The biggie that we've completed you know, with all of our clients is doing a forward-looking 2021 tax review. And really, that's focusing on all the income that we, we know is going to show up on the tax return for 2021 and be taxable and identifying what marginal bracket are you in and does it make sense to maximize that marginal bracket? Uh, so for an example, I you know, just did the year-end tax uh, planning webinar. You know, we ran through an example uh, with the Jetsons, uh, and we discovered that you know, they had about $50,000 more that they could take and pay taxes on and still stay in their current tax bracket. And so we, we showed the effects of that. And so it, again, it's we're, we're in a low tax rate environment compared to years past. Uh, we know those are set to change in 2026. They may change next year. We don't know. Uh, so you want to take advantage of any headroom that you have with your current tax situation. So again, it's 
identify how much income, interest dividends are all going to hit your tax return, and could you move a little money around towards the end of the year to make a difference and move the needle going forward. A little bit of adjustment at the end of the year can make either little differences or if some of those things add up over time, some big differences as well. More tax items that we can consider in these last few weeks? Yeah, the last, you know, the the big one, uh, if you're RMD age, the qualified charitable distribution is a great item, uh, especially because so many people are taking the standard deduction and not getting to itemize and take advantage of, you know, tax or charitable contributions. So a QCD or qualified charitable distribution, I try to avoid the alphabet soup of the financial world. <laughs> it's this, simply this. This is sort of the kill two birds with one stone kind of thing. Right? Yeah, absolutely. So we, in a qualified charitable distribution, you are doing this. You can take up to $100,000. Let's say you have a, a required minimum distribution. Uncle Sam says, hey, you got to take $27,000 out of your IRA this year and pay taxes on it. Well, if you're charitably inclined, you can send that $27,000 directly from your IRA to the organization of your choice, as long as it's a charitable organization. And then you can basically neutralize that transaction, not pay taxes on it. So it's a great way if you're charitably inclined and already doing it, taking that extra step of moving it from the IRA directly to the institution or organization that you want to be charitable to, uh, that's a great way to reduce taxes if that is something that makes sense for your current situation. All right. So we've hit all of the uh, major tax items, unless there's a leftover one um, missing for business owners, or uh, I guess if we approach things from a non-individual perspective, perhaps? Well, I think the you know for today's purpose, and looking at the checklist, uh, it's mostly tax planning related. Uh, there are a few things, uh, cash flow issues, uh, basically, are you able to save more money? Maybe you have an HSA account. You may want to look at maximizing that. Uh, do you want to contribute to a 529 plan? Uh, obviously, you can do that. Uh, if you have a FSA or flexible spending account, consider the, you know, the options that you, you have inside of that. To If you have unused dollars, can you move those over? Do you need to spend those? Uh, depends on the plan, obviously. And I think at the end of the year, it's always good from an estate planning issue uh, to think through, have you made any changes to the family or their additional family members? Have we subtracted a family member due to uh, a divorce, something like that? Uh, do we have a grandchild that's now 18? Those things are great uh, to look at at the end of the year because that would be an estate planning update uh, that would be with your estate planning attorney. And it could be very simple just to update the internal documents to reflect the new additions to the family. Just met with a client, it had been a week and a half ago, and I said, you know, do, we, do you think we need to update our, our trust? I said, well, how long ago did you do it? We looked through it and I said, well, all your kids are over 18, so we probably need to move some of these things around. So it's good when life changes, we go into a different phase of life, it's good to make those updates and make sure everything's in effect. So, But again, mostly today was about taxes, and again, most tax planning moving money around needs to be done by 1231. And so you need to get on that. Again, if, if you're one of our clients, we've taken care of almost all of those. Uh, if you're out there thinking, hey, I really need some help uh, to do this, 
I really need to talk to someone about this. Uh, we do have a limited amount of, uh, we call them 15-minute discovery phone calls. It's just to go over your situation and really determine, does it make sense to try to get something done before the end of the year? So you could always reach out to us uh, to get that. But again, we do have limited spots available before the end of the year to do that. If you want to schedule that time to visit, being so close to the end of the year, it might be best to go ahead and just directly call the office, 913 913- 393-4724 is the way. That's 913-393-4724. That'll get you in touch with Scott Dugan and the team at Elevated Retirement Group, and you can schedule that 15-minute conversation, go through that discovery meeting to see if they can help, what are some moves you can make here at the end of the year. Also, don't forget you can visit our website, listentoscott.com, or just check the show notes section of today's show on whatever app you're listening on, and you'll be able to uh, download this guide, this checklist that'll walk you through some of the things that we talked about on today's show, plus more detail as well. And that might be helpful to see everything in print. And like I said, even if you're listening to this episode, perhaps after the end of the year, there may still be some really helpful items for you to go through that'll trigger you onto a good planning path by reviewing some of these very important things. Any time of year, it's good to check in on these various items. But end of the year, just like uh, kind of spurns us to, you know, move on to New Year's resolutions as we start the new year. End of the year, always a good time to check in with sort of your financial health and that kind of thing. Uh, Scott, appreciate the help and the guidance, and uh, we'll look forward to another episode with you soon. Absolutely. All right, take care. That's uh, Scott Dugan. I'm Walter Storholt. We'll see you next time right back here on Your Retirement Elevated. Investment advisory services offered through Elevated Capital Advisors, LLC, an SEC-registered investment advisor.